this week's episode of A Little Bit Unglamorous. I'm your host, Erica Renee, and I finally think I figured out how to wear my headphones without crushing down my hair for my visual listeners. I'm feeling very voluminous today, voluminous. Um, First of all, I'd like to greatly apologize for leaving you high and dry last week, but I've been on island time. I've been living my best vacay life. I'm in Hawaii. Um, I tried to make the background a little bit as cute as I could. We're doing the best we can here. (laughs) We're back and I have so much to update you on. I have some notes from last episode. I gave you a little bit of homework so I hope you've listened to a 1989 Taylor's version by now and also you've had enough time to watch Love is Blind because I finally finished it and I have some updated thoughts, maybe unpopular opinions on it, and I'm going to share it with you. So no spoiler alert because you should have already had time to watch it. It's been out for a while now. (laughs) And first of all, um, can we have an appreciation for these nails? I have my Halloween nails on for all my audio listeners. They are black with a little bit of orange glitter and I think they're so fun also wow we have a lot of people hanging out in the background (laughs) right now i swear no one ever walks back on that pathway and i feel like everybody um is today for some reason but anyway so behind me i just have um there's like a little walkway for the people that live around here and then it's just woods but it's kind of fenced off so nobody usually hangs out around there since we're not really in the middle of the walkway, so, um, oh, where was I going? I digress. I am, life update, I'm a gym girly again. I know, I know, haven't been since, it's been a while. I even at one point decided to finally cancel my gym membership, so this is a big ordeal for me. I'm trying to get back in action. I feel like the only reason why I've ever been remotely a little bit of a morning person is because of the time change, and I know California just had um, fall back, so now we're only two hours different, so we are behind, so um I'm able to wake up at 5.30 a.m. every morning, no problem, because for me it's like, what, nine, eight, Um, well, three hours, so it's two hour different now, but, so normally I'm not a morning person, but I'll take it because I inadvertently got on my boyfriend's same sleeping schedule, so we've been getting up, going to the gym, and the highlight of my day yesterday was getting up the alarm went off at 5 30 typically i'll snooze until six you know mosey out of bed um make my way to the gym and i was laughing the other day because the gym we've been going to is full of military so it's all the military men and on the loudspeaker was taylor swiss lavender haze playing and it cracked me up and it's got to be the front desk girls that are in charge of that but i just thought it was so funny because it's all these military men lifting and then me (laughs) and taylor swift blaring in the background but that is my goal 
oh god by the new year i want to keep it consistent we'll see i think i'm doing pretty good and it's good to have somebody to go with to motivate you i used to love going to the classes and those since got canceled from 24-hour fitness that i went to prior so we'll see how long i can keep it up i'm trying to get in shape i want to look really good i'm gonna be going to the marine corps ball again this year this is my second year going and i'm so excited i ordered two dresses and had them shipped here and i actually haven't tried on one of them yet and i'm hoping it's not too long because i don't have time to hem it at all so maybe i should do that this weekend um it's in a few weeks so i'm really excited and i think i'm going with the dress that i'm likely going with the dress that i didn't think i would like better yesterday or yesterday last year i went all out with the dress spent a lot of money at a little boutique by my apartment which is like this little beach boutique the kind of store that only orders one or two sizes in each item if that tells you <laughs> how it was priced although for a ball gown i don't think it was that bad but anyway this year i went the shein route and ordered two dresses i think they were probably 50 bucks a piece which for shein yes is pricey but these were advertised as gowns and i was pretty impressed with the pieces that came because they were I, I like sequin numbers. I like to be show-stopping dress. I generally like red because Marine Corps Ball is around Christmas time and it just is the color, the statement color. I might not go with that color, but we'll see. But anyway, both of my dresses have quite substantial beading on them and I'm pretty impressed with the quality. And I was thinking to myself as I was ordering these dresses, where were these when i was in high school going to homecoming and prom there was nothing like that you had to go to the mall you had to go to boutiques and honestly some of the quality yes it's hit or miss but when it's a hit and you've spent virtually pennies on the item and nobody notices that's a true win and i am the worst person with this because when somebody compliments me on something the first thing i'll say is thanks so much i got it at and it was so cheap <laughs> i guess you probably shouldn't say that but i just get excited when i get a deal on something and everybody thinks it's more expensive than it actually is so i'm in hawaii i've been here a little over a week now and i've got to see some of the sites go to a lot of beaches and it's been amazing but getting here <laughs> getting here was an ordeal and honestly last week i just one wanted to enjoy my vacation and kind of take some time off from posting because it actually kind of does take a lot of time to film and edit and all that stuff and i have as you know if you've been following me a million ideas in my mind at every moment and i want to do everything and it ends up being more time consuming than i realize but getting here was an ordeal and i wanted to talk about it because i think it is one of these relatable moments i can now look on and 
laugh at. But in the moment, and also last week, it was still too fresh where I could not talk about it because I was so upset. So I have been excited for this trip for like months now, at least I think we booked it like three months in advance. And we had my ticket booked and ready to go. I was packing the night before and I brought a big, a big, big standard size suitcase and then actually um, gave my boyfriend a smaller one to bring up for me a few weeks prior, which now I realize is a mistake because I brought my two carry-ons. I had to bring all of my podcast equipment, which I usually put in a little, um, like a really nice work duffel, like a structured bag, and then um, another duffel bag. Anyway, so those don't have wheels on them and they were both very heavy. In fact, the night before my roll-on bag, I figured I could just put one of the bags on top of the roller bag, but I failed to realize you check that bag fairly quickly, so I had nothing to roll the heavier bags on top of. And the night prior, I was organizing all of my stuff, like re-gypsying around the bag, taking stuff out of the bag, trying not to be overweight. And I am somebody that does not fly very often. I don't have to deal with TSA very often. I don't deal with airlines. I could probably count the number of times I've flown on one hand. And so to make things worse, so I'm getting, I'm getting all this sorted out, getting stressed because I thought I was going to be overweight on the bag, taking stuff out, trying to make everything work that I needed. It's getting late. I'm exhausted. I am kind of a night owl by nature and I'm still mad about it honestly. So the next morning my flight is supposed to be at 7.50 a.m. and I wake up at 7.50 a.m. My alarm doesn't go off or I, I sleep through it. I don't know but I've never, A, missed a flight before, B, I do not know what to do, (laughs) I'm freaking out, I'm very upset, Uh, we booked this flight so far in advance, I'm like, what do I do? Everybody in the movies, by the way, makes it seem like, oh, I missed my connecting flight, or I missed my flight, just got a call and change it to a later one, Uh uh-uh, I don't know, I guess every airline doesn't do that, but Hawaiian Airlines said, um, no bitch, you gotta buy a whole new flight, and I'm like, what? Okay, book me on whatever, and they were very, not super helpful, but I was probably freaking out (laughs) as well, probably not the easiest person to work with, call my boy, call my poor boyfriend, it's 4 a.m. his time, And he's like, oh, she's calling me to let me know she made it safe and she's getting on the flight and they're boarding. And I'm like, I'm missing my flight. I don't know what to do. And (laughs) anyway, I'm like, okay, just put, help me book another flight, whatever. I end up paying more for the next flight but I just think to myself I've been preparing for this 
for the last three months there's no way I'm just not going I already coordinated everything I have to make it on this day I I just have to so luckily we end up getting another flight around I think it took off at 9 30 and mind you it is 7 50 it's probably around 8 because I took a few minutes to freak out um I literally wake up and just throw on clothes and call the uber and race to the airport and I look a mess I look distraught as I'm just I need you to imagine this picture this I'm running through the airport in my freaking little Ugg slippers, the platform ones, because your girl's got to be trendy. Platform Uggs are the worst possible shoe you can pick to be running through the airport frantically with two 20-pound bags lugged on my shoulders. I run up to the little kiosk for the airline, and I'm, like, trying to get everything sorted immediately. And the lady's like, we board, we start boarding in five minutes. And I'm like, okay, great. Have to go through TSA still. The line didn't look too, too long. It didn't look short, but it seemed to be moving. I'm freaking out because I think I'm about to miss two flights, not one, but two flights, both non-refundable <laughs> flights. And as I'm in line, so they start boarding for the plane, I believe, well, I, they started boarding at what, 8.45? Because when I got there, it was probably, when I got there, it was probably around 8.40. So they board pretty early and then they cut off boarding 15 minutes before the plane takes off. So it's 8.45, I'm standing in line and they stop boarding at 9.15 and I'm in this TSA line. You're supposed to show up to your flight about two hours in advance. And if I were to do this over again, and if I were to do this the correct way that I planned my amazing, relaxing, perfect vacation, I would have shown up two hours early, checked my bags, found the gate, and got a drink, you know, maybe coffee and a little cocktail early in the morning, had a jolly good time. But that was not the case. People in line at TSA, I, I probably looked like I was distraught because I was. I also looked a wreck, no makeup, nothing. I barely had time to put on my slippers. Um, and I'm in line with these heavy, heavy bags. And the people in front of me and behind me are like, you're going to miss your flight. You're going to miss your flight. And stressing me out more. I'm like, all right, well, I'm in this line. There's nothing else I can do here. So that's not very helpful right now. I was starting to panic and um, my <laughs> poor boyfriend is texting me and saying, let me know when you board the plane. And in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, I'm about to miss this plane, but I'm not going to tell him that because I already called this poor man at 4 a.m freaking out that I missed my first flight. Anyway, so I barely make it through TSA. I throw all my stuff in the little bins that you're supposed to. You're supposed to take your laptop out of your bag. All this stuff I didn't know. The taking the shoes off. I mean, I, I knew that, but in my moment of extreme stress, I'm standing there and the woman in front of me is like, oh, you forgot your shoes. Like, 
because they both knew I was frantically trying to run to my gate. And thank God I was already familiar because this is San Diego Airport um, in downtown. And I had gone with, I had gone prior. So I knew where my terminal was. I knew where my gate or I didn't know where the gate was, but I knew where Hawaiian Airlines was. So at least I could beeline it straight there and no one was in line to check the bags. But TSA was TSA, I guess. And so I barely get through the bag um, where they screen the bags. I'm trying not to lose my ID and stuff. So I'm like throwing it in my bag. I'm trying to frantically put my shoes back on, stuff my laptop back in my bag, and I'm running. Just imagine you're running through the airport to get to the gate. I'm like kind of like shuffle running because it's one, I w- I'm out of shape. Two, very hard to run in these not airport friendly shoes. I wanted to be comfy on my plane ride. <laughs> okay. Um, I make it to the gate with three minutes to spare. Everyone's boarded the plane. And actually, I wasn't the last person. I wasn't the last person. There were two other people behind me. But so I have a window seat. It's um, three people a row on this plane. So the, the two people that are already sitting, they had to get up so I can sit down. And of course, I'm pretty short. I'm 5'2", which is fine. But um, I can't reach the little luggage, the overhead luggage bin. So somebody has to help me. And I'm like, as I'm walking, so I have these two giant bags and I'm trying to get through the narrow plane. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm probably hitting everybody. Like, cause people were joking. They're like, oh, <laughs> don't hit me. Um, and I feel like everybody on the plane is looking at me like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> like they hated me. Um, but I made it onto the flight. Um, it was about, it was a five and a half hour flight, but because of the three hour time difference, it's like you were only in the air for what, two? Um, cause you gain those hours back when you land in a different time zone, which I kind of liked. So I still got here. Um, I still got to Hawaii at what? 11 o'clock. I have, if you hear a little scurrying in the background, I have two dogs. My little huskies, I've been reunited with them, and I think it's either zoomy time or time to yell at me, one of the two. Um, and so I'm on the flight, and this is the time you're supposed to relax, right? Um, because I started the day in such a tizzy. Oh. Why are we yelling at me? Why are we yelling? I started the day in such a tizzy. I'm flustered. I have my audiobook that I downloaded, the Holly Madison audiobook, and then Brittany's book to read. I was so excited to read, um, which I did. I didn't finish it, but iconic, by the way. Um, but I just felt stressed the whole five and a half half hours that I was on the plane um, because my first flight was supposed to be direct. My new flight, and thank God they had a flight um, going out that day because when I called Hawaiian Airlines, oh, my mascara. 
when I called Hawaiian Airlines in the morning, they said they had no other flights going to Honolulu, Oahu, which is where I'm at. So I'm freaking out. What she meant was, I mean, yes, no flights from San Diego were going to Oahu. I had to have a connecting flight. So I had a, an hour layover in Maui. So I can say I've been to Maui too, kind of. Um, <laughs> but thank God, because I think I would have been beside myself if I couldn't get on another flight that day. Um, and so I land make it off the plane and <laughs> this is how little I fly I'm texting my boyfriend I'm like this is a dumb question but do I have to get my checked bag and pay again to check it because an hour is not going to be enough time for me to do all that and he's like no you don't have to all you have to do is, you don't have to go through TSA you just have to make it to the gate and I'm like I think I can handle that, baby. What's wrong? You want to go Um, so I'm like, Jenna, stop. <laughs> Being yelled at. Is it dinner time? What do you need? I feel like you can hear them drinking in the background. But so I make it to Maui and <laughs> I get my ticket for my next flight and I'm like, okay, I can sit and do my makeup and look like a halfway decent human being when I land. So I do that and I'm like, oh, this is, this is going to be perfect content. I should film it for YouTube. At this point, I give so little and I don't really like to film in public. It makes me uncomfortable. You know how in people tease influences in the wild and whatever. It's actually really hard to sit down and film yourself um, and to keep a conversation going. It's really nerve wracking. And also in public, you know, people are scrutinizing you. So hats off to people that do that because it's actually really nerve wracking. So I'm like, you know what? I do not care right now. Today was chaotic. I pull out my little tripod. I'm sitting on the floor because there are no seats. It's so busy. And I just um, have, I'm in my little corner doing my makeup in the camera and actually have yet to post that. I am behind on, I've been filming clips of everything. I'm just behind on it, but I was laughing because, um, so I'm just doing my makeup and I'm planning to do a voiceover talking and I look so sad. <laughs> I was watching back the clip. I look so sad in the clips. It's actually kind of comical. <laughs> um, Maybe I'll put in a little, a little splice for you. <laughs> um, so I get my makeup done and apparently the hour layover encompassed boarding time as well. And then also the time in the air and the off boarding time. So I was in the air for about 15 minutes, if even that. And I was laughing because my second flight i got to sit in first class and i was laughing because the bridesmaids movie came to mind <laughs> when the first class passengers are just separated by the little teeny curtain and so this plane is not very big um ever we're all going from maui to honolulu there's two rows of first class seats so it's two um two in each row 
and then the little curtain and I was laughing so hard I took a selfie of myself and I sent it to my boyfriend and I said look at all these peasants behind me <laughs> because there's there's no difference from first class the seats were a little bit nicer but anyway my that was the first time I had ever gotten to sit in first class and it was very short-lived although I did get snacks personally handed to me and a little soda and I don't think anybody not in first class got that I'm just saying <laughs> um so that was fun and so the boarding the plane in the air and offboarding the plane was all in total an hour so it went by very quickly and actually once I was traveling the whole experience went by pretty fast it was just the morning of being so stressed and scurrying to the airport and all of that that kind of ruined the experience for me. I didn't even get a drink on the flight. I mean, I got a little Sprite, but... So, <laughs> so that's my travel. You can hear the little clickety-clack, clickety-clacks in the background. So this, <laughs> this house has quite a lot of stairs and the stairs are all wood. So you could hear the little clicky clack of the dog's nails going up and down, up and down. And little Jenna is so funny. She hops from stair to stair. Um, and you can hear the little nails. So hear that in the background. <laughs> I made it here. Other than that, it's been an amazing experience. You'll get a little bit more Hawaii content. Um, unfortunately, because I decided to drive to... Phoenix and back a few weeks prior, I ate all of my data up playing music there and back. It was about a five and a half hour drive. So um, the drive version of this travel. Um, and on the way there, there was so much traffic. It actually took me seven hours. So I completely ate up all of my data. So I'm on I'm at the mercy of letting people around me tether to their phones until mid-November. So um, I've been trying to take a lot of photos and I'm getting back to posting on social media this week. I'm trying to do it regularly again. I was just in vacation mode and I was really excited. Although I have noticed for some reason all of my Instagrams have all of my I was trying to figure out what that noise was. It's Vixen eating. Can you hear that? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, what was I saying? <laughs> um, so I've been, I'm trying to get back to posting this week. I've uploaded a few things to Instagram and I noticed that, I don't know if it's because of my data service being slow um that the uploads are uploading a little bit blurry but i was super bummed about that i think it's an instagram issue because when i post on the stories it's fine and when it or when i post on the feed it's fine but the stories are blurry unless i film it in instagram so i noticed it it's bothering me i'm working on fixing it but 
I am going to be back to posting this week. I'm going to try to bump out a few YouTube videos as well. And there will be more Hawaii content. But I hope you enjoyed my <laughs> chaotic, horrible traveling story. I thought now I can think about it and think that was really funny and ridiculous. Um, but in the moment, I had a meltdown. And for at least uh, the week after I didn't I couldn't even talk about it until it had marinated a little bit <laughs> before I put it out into the world but now I can laugh so <laughs> um on my Hawaiian bucket list was I mean my main thing was to get a drink inside a pineapple so that was one of the first things that we did when i got here i was really excited we actually still have the pineapple in the freezer um because the woman who sold it to us at we went to um a local attraction here it was like a really pretty waterfall um like kind of like a family friendly hike not a hike per se but you know you walk up to this waterfall and they had drinks beforehand and this like little peacock that was running around which was really hilarious um coincidentally the day we got there the waterfall <laughs> was not running um which is kind of funny i normally i think you can swim in the little swimming hole the place is called waiamina falls if you're familiar with Oahu, um, but it was still really gorgeous. And even the person, so they had a staff member up top where the waterfall is, and they usually give you a little life vest and stuff because you can go swimming in the pool, not pool, but you know, the water lake. <laughs> um, even he said, you know what? It's honestly, there's never no one here it was just me and my boyfriend. Not one other person was up there with us. And he offered to take photos for us. And he said, honestly, this is better than having a huge line of people. And I couldn't help but agree. So it was still a really great experience. Um, I got my pineapple drink beforehand because we were supposed to meet our friends there. But there was no cell service, which we didn't realize. So we ended up missing them. And we both hiked the trail concurrently but didn't run into each other which was so funny so while we were waiting beforehand outside of the premises I got my pineapple drink took some photos with it and um, once I was done we put the pineapple in the cooler in the car and um, it's still good it's in the freezer we actually <laughs> got um, pina colada mix and all of the stuff to make it at home so the tropical drinks live on still. <laughs> um, I also really, really on my bucket list, I wanted to see Pearl Harbor. So we wanted to see the US Arizona and the US Missouri. I didn't realize actually there was more than one ship and I didn't realize that they're both their separate attraction. So we pulled up to the US Missouri paid the fee to go in and we actually did the it was a guided tour and then you could just walk around the ship it was a huge ship um, we were in there for two or three hours so we actually haven't seen the Arizona yet which actually has a memorial above it and that's on our to-do as well 
but I didn't want to kind of do it all in one day and then be so exhausted that it wasn't it took away from the experience of being fun so still on the list to do and I'm laughing because Vixen I have my big suitcase on the floor still and I'm probably just gonna I'm not so there's two types of people tell me which one you are because you're either somebody that when you travel you unpack or you live out of your suitcase so I'm the latter um, especially when I'm staying in a hotel I have like a big fear of leaving stuff behind everybody's eating in the background right now of course um, but I have a big fear of leaving something behind in a hotel um, so I usually don't unpack and so I have had my suitcase open and all my stuff but I've never actually traveled with the biggest luggage before and I'm getting tired of digging through stuff but um, somebody vixen thinks it's her dog bed because I'll wake up in the middle of the night yeah you and she's bullying Jenna right now because she gets mad when she's eating um, so I've caught her in the middle of the night sleeping in my suitcase like it's her dog bed and I'll go to push her little butt out and she'll refuse Halloween was last week and I really wanted to put together a Halloween costume. I hadn't gotten to do a couple's costume with my boyfriend in the last few years because he's always been out of town or getting back into town shortly after so we kind of didn't want to do anything or we're drained. And this year almost ended up like that. We were very last minute on the Halloween costume. I didn't realize that Halloween was a few days after I'd landed. I obviously didn't bring anything with me in the Halloween costume category. So um, last minute I was throwing out ideas with him. I know I had a lot of fun ideas when I was blonde, um, but there aren't really too many. I mean, there probably are, but not off the top of my head. Iconic couples I can think of with, you know, the brunette that's like, iconic moments I wanted to do like Britney and Justin stuff like that but I threw out a last minute idea and I was surprised that I did not get any pushback on it because my boyfriend loves a good laugh and it was a very relevant pop culture moment that everybody knows and even he knows because I've talked about it on the podcast but the last minute we decided to be Haley and Justin Bieber when they <laughs> went to that road beauty launch and Justin showed up and he got criticized for being in sweats and the crocs and the weird hat that's over the sweater hood and we were able to put it together last minute and it was pretty funny and we were able <laughs> to have a fun costume last minute looping back to taylor swift 1989 i'm obsessed with the vault tracks i know i was talking about um her song slut that everybody was very excited about because we wanted to know what is this song going to be about and curveball i was not expecting it to be a love song um <laughs> that was very surprising for me i was ready to rage um but it's a love song so that was very strange love it Nonetheless, it's still amazing. All of the vault songs are amazing. Um, I'm kind of not one of those people that nitpicks the tiny stuff about how it's different from the first one. I mean, it's supposed to be, right? 
but I wonder because Black Friday is coming up if she will have any what kind of merch she will have for Black Friday because last year I was able to get a bunch of reputation t-shirts for $10 which is unheard of in her overpriced store and some of those shirts that were $10 on Black Friday people are still trying to sell for 70 bucks today which is outrageous um because the shirts haven't come back in stock again so her merch store is like really chaotic with what they decide to bring back so i'm wondering what it will be i'm kind of excited about it i know they had that spotify exclusive crew neck um that honestly wasn't really that special but i panic bought because i didn't want fomo and um spotify did acknowledge me as one of the top 1% listeners uh, for nothing else important like the live screenings or anything, but I think um, a lot of people, they probably just offered it to anybody because people weren't buying it up right away. But anyway, it was limited edition, so we'll see how that works out. Also, if you know me, you know I love collecting Starbucks tumblers. Um, they just released the holiday collection this year. I'm going to be honest, they weren't that impressive, but they do have location-specific tumblers that I know people buy online, but I typically am not the type of person to order something that says, like, for example, Hawaii, if I'm not in Hawaii. And I know they have an exclusive Hawaii collection, so I kind of feel like Maybe I'd want to get something like that while I'm here. Um, I did splurge and get one of their December tumblers. It's like this really pretty iridescent cup that honestly probably looks like a couple of other ones they have, but I thought it was really fun and I didn't have anything while I was here. So I picked that up for myself. Also, I want to air a grievance. I ordered some Lululemon scuba sweaters a while ago to have shipped here when I got here to make it easier on myself for packing. And they were delivered, um, it's probably a week ago now, and I think they, the USPS delivered it to the wrong house. So if I see anybody around this neighborhood walking around in my Lululemon scuba sweater i'm gonna side eye them and did they open it and keep it mm -mm. <laughs> but i'm like really bummed about it and i'm hoping that it turns up still every day i ask my boyfriend like can we start check the mailbox again so that's my grievance okay so last pod i was talking about love is blind season five and I hope you've had time to watch it because I have some unpopular opinions, updated opinions from last episode. And even if you don't watch it, I feel like this is entertaining. Like I love a good pop culture, trash TV circa the 2000s. And this season, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I've also been watching uh, House of Villains I love Tiffany New York 
Pollard. She is my favorite. I think she just got eliminated though so quickly. But you know, when you have, I think everybody in that house has a big personality, except for Anfisa from 90 Day Fiance. I love her. Um, she was painted as a villain on her show, but she has a very reserved personality. So I'm surprised she would want to like be in that kind of situation because everybody is probably very uh, confrontational, which is not my cup of tea in personal life. But anyway, we're not talking about that. We're talking about Love is Blind season five. Um, so I watched to the end. I think I did. Um, I watched it a bit ago and I took some notes because I, I was surprised at the spin that it took. So last I spoke, I was talking about Johnny and Chris. Johnny was the girl who um, broke it off with her number two guy in the pods to show her number one that she was all in. And the next day he breaks up with her and so she tries to go back and get back together with him. And ultimately he says, "Uh uh-uh, which I can't blame him. Unpopular opinion, everybody is being an asshole to Johnny. I mean, come on. How well can you get to know somebody by talking to them without seeing them behind a closed door for a week? I mean, yeah, if it was in real life and they'd been dating Um, Yeah, it's an asshole move, but come on, this is a TV show. Um, You know, everybody is treating her like she's crazy, and really, they're all baiting her, so she's just defending herself. Um, They're telling her she's an awful person and sketchy, all because she tried to get back with this guy. Disagree if you want, but I don't think she's the villain that everybody's painting her out to be. Everyone's acting like she's this terrible manipulative, that's the word they use, she's manipulating him, which I really don't think that's the case. She's not manipulating him, like she was trying to get back together with him. Um, Yeah, she probably, you know, fluffed a few details, I guess, Um, but nothing that was super... They were talking for a week. Give me a break. How could it be like, how could it be something that serious, you know? Um, And then another guy in the pods, so he was friends with the person she was trying to get back with. His name is Izzy. And um, he really came for her. They were all, I guess they pulled them all back together. So even people that weren't picked um, and people that ultimately... um, went home they all pulled them together for like a reunion and um they could have some drinks and talk or whatever um for good tv because obviously a situation like this happened and izzy like he felt the need to sit down with her and call her out which i thought was really freaking weird and he really came for her saying She was sketchy and an awful person and everything she said was defending herself. So it turned, it was just a very weird situation. And I feel like everybody's bullying her. That's my opinion. The other situation that I was talking about is Lydia. And I already forgot the other people's names because I've been watching it so long ago. Um, what, for what, so long ago. And everyone's yelling at me right now. What? I found you. 
You have water. What do you want? You want to go outside? You want? Go outside. No? Dramatic children. Um, what was I saying? Okay, so Lydia and Milton ended up together. Lydia is this Latina woman. Um, she's in her 30s, and Milton's like this 24-year-old, super six-foot-seven tall guy, which surprisingly he is very level-headed and calm and mature, and she's just very over the top. But she is another contestant's ex-girlfriend, which, what are the odds of that? Very weird. Um, so they painted her out to be a psycho, okay? Um, which, okay, I agree. What are the odds that she also ended up on the show with him? Like, come on. Her ex who's on the show was sitting down and talking to her and coming for her because he said that his friends felt uncomfortable because she was watching their Instagram stories and he made it seem that she was stalking them. And okay, first of all, it seemed like they dated for at least four months, three or four months, which is a long enough time, I guess, to get to know the friends. Um, isn't that what you do when you're dating somebody? I mean, if, you know, first of all, some people screen the people that, you know, they want to start dating. But second, if you've been dating that long and you've been introduced to the friends, of course you're going to follow one another on social media. And even if not, my opinion is, if you have a public social media profile, isn't that the point of social media is you want people to watch your stuff and then you turn around and say, oh, it's really creepy that you're watching my stories. It's not like they didn't know her. I mean, yeah, they painted her out to do some like questionable things. And yeah, I think it's very odd that they ended up on the same show. But ultimately, she ended up with a different guy and she's been, other than talking to the, well, I can see how he's upset because ultimately she was talking to the person that he was going to end up with and that girl got weirded out that his ex was on the show, which I'm not gonna lie, I would too. I'd be like, uh-uh, mm, don't like that. So I'm sure he's very bitter, but she's been pretty harmless otherwise. She ended up with somebody different and she's been, she hasn't been dramatic. It's just a weird situation. But that one specific thing I disagreed with, the whole Instagram story or whatever. That, yeah, that's my unpopular opinion on that. So the drama didn't disappoint and I felt I had to give an update on that the second I watched it because I had a different opinion, I believe, last episode. And then I saw this one and I was like, oh, I have to give an update. And I also thought it was funny and noteworthy enough that Vanessa and look, look, at least I got her name right. Vanessa and Nick Lachey, they don't end up, I, I didn't see them all season until episode nine, <laughs> which is outrageous. Um, is somebody home? The dogs are looking at the door like somebody's about to walk in, which I know no one is. Does anybody else freak out when your pet does that? Like, they'll be doing nothing, and out of nowhere, they'll just look at the wall. 
like there's a ghost or something. Oh, pets do that. Freaks me out. So <laughs> they didn't show up until episode nine. They're the hosts of the show. I thought that was like pretty funny, um, especially since they've been widely criticized for being the worst hosts ever. I think they're getting a little better, but I don't know if it's because they have no screen time. There is nothing for me to compare it to. Maybe that's why they're giving them less screen time. I don't know. I get, they're technically the hosts, but they never announce anything. They're never they're they're never there to encourage conversations or anything. So uh, I thought that was kind of weird. So I had to get an, give an update on that, and I wanted to share my <laughs> crazy Hawaiian travel story. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got a good laugh out of it because I can laugh at it now, but I sure as hell was not laughing a week ago. <laughs> and I'm going to end it on a high note with that. I will see you guys next week, and I'm so happy you joined me. Everyone who religiously listens, I love you so much. My new listeners, thank you so much for being here. I'm glad you discovered me. And I will see you guys in next week's episode. Bye, guys.